Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you at? What's good, cigar fam, and welcome to SNA Live, the podcast not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're smoking cigars with your peoples in a nice lounge and only talking about cigars, then you've missed the whole motherfucking point. We're recording, as always, from Smoking Ashes, Cigars, and Haberdashery, the newest, hottest cigar lounge in these United States. Now seen on one institution media's platform in addition to our usual platforms. And with me, as usual, are my partners in crime, Malika Ryan. Say what's up to the people. What's going on, people? What's going on, world? This is episode number two of season two, entitled, It's a C-O-N-E. Spiracy. Spiracy, man. Brother. So, basically, we're breaking down the more popular conspiracy theories. Uh, we're going to hit two topics, that being the moon landing. Did we really land there back in 1969? We're also going to get into government cover-ups, like Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Did he kill himself? Hot. And don't forget, we got our uh, notable mention we're going to be discussing Carolina Blue Cigars, a black-owned cigar company. And also, our bonus coverage, uh, we've entitled The Last Call, where we're going to be getting into the Flat Earth Theory. Shout out, Kyrie. What up? And we're also going to get into, did the government invent AIDS? And also, as usual, we're going to end it off with the segment, What You Rockin' With? And with that being said, as usual, cut your stick, light them up, and let's get it popping. Welcome to SNLA Live, a podcast like no other. Featuring three the hard way. You, you want it, you got it. Yes, yes. We back, season two, episode two. It's a C-O-N spiracy. We talking about all the things you want to hear. Maybe you afraid to talk about with your friends because they may look at you a certain kind of way. We don't give a shit. We about to do that. So right now, it's a perfect time to light your stick, grab your drink, grab your seat, and let's rock. Conway, before you you dive in, this is still real life. Um, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. been uh, doing some some running around all day. Before before I'm, I'm responsible for ruining the episode. Hey, butter, do me a solid. I kind of left my phone over there, and I don't think I put it on vibrate. <laughs> 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 Shout out to butter reaction media. <laughs> Good looks, butter. Before we ruin the whole episode and go like. 45 minutes in and then the phone goes off we have to start from scratch <laughs> should be somewhere over there somewhere yeah that no, might work no. <laughs> it's all good let's keep going that's all right don't worry no, it's about cool it. it's all good it's all good so uh it's a c-o-n spiracy um this is an episode that ryan in particular i know is oh, yeah. looking forward to getting into because that is the out of the three of us that is definitely the conspiracy theory man so a matter of fact it was his idea to even get into this uh particular uh topic for this episode but we was all with it you know definitely because we, we said to ourselves okay this is going to be entertaining and now 
you guys can hear all the crazy conversations that we get into here late at the lounge with Ryan, where he uh, goes on tangents. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and, and divulges his his theories and, and, and thoughts on, on certain things. But as usual, before we get into that, uh, we gotta discuss what we're smoking and what we're sipping on. So Ryan, I'm gonna start it with you. What you smoking? So honestly, I went um, a little bit light today because we had an extremely long weekend oh, yeah. and uh, wanted to keep the palate, you know, as smooth to be able to make it through this show without having my voice going on. Understood, understood. So uh, I actually went with Ace's favorite, which is our house blend here. We have a Connecticut Nicaraguan puro. Uh, the blend and everything is secret because it's our house blend, so really can't divulge too much, but I will tell you this. It is absolutely insane. It's probably one of the better Connecticut's I've ever smoked. Yeah. And again, it's a Nicaraguan puro. So, I mean, you're going to have all types of flavor complexities. You're going to have, there's a great construction to it, great balance, uh, slow burn, great construction. And you know what I hate? Some house blends or some other types of cigars, when you mm. smoke them, sometimes they, they, they get too ashy. And you could tell, like, you know, like, like when it just ashes everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, like yeah, a yeah. Cheap, cheaply made cigar. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't no, stay together. Like, none of yeah. ours do that, yeah, especially. That and this one doesn't do that at all, especially yeah. for Connecticut like this. And, you know, Connecticut's very delicate. So, again, Ace's favorite, our house blend here at Smoking Ashes, 200 Wall Raven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey. 07666. And, and for those who are uh, not of the cigar culture and, and, and still chosen to, to listen to us, when he says a puro, that means binder, filler, and wrapper, all from Nicaragua. Yeah, same read. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, Leek, what you got going today? So, I had to go with uh, one of our top sellers in here as far as lines. Placencia family. family. Placencia. This is the Reserva. Uh, I had this about two or three times. A really good cigar. Um, just like Rod, I had to stay light because we had a long freaking weekend. So, I didn't want to be here nodding off while we're sitting here talking. So, I went with something light and smooth. Uh, just a little back. Oh, I don't know if you Nah, got- no. Is it heroin or was it a cigar? Hey. Facts, yo. I, didn't, I was so, going to say something, but I was like, so damn. I told you what I was going to smoke before. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have had me on my ass, so yeah, I'm glad yeah. I didn't go with that. But yeah, anyway. Probably the smarter move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I just read something on this, and I, did, I had no idea. This is the first and only cigar that um, that uh, got an organic certi- certification. So all organic tobacco. Never knew that. I didn't even know that was a thing. No, I, I didn't know it was a thing. Either. I'm surprised first, they don't put that all, on. I don't know why they don't put that on their box. They should. They, yeah, definitely, they definitely should. Definitely Especially should. in today's day and era. Yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. loves all this organic shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm one of those too. But I mean, I mean, and half the people don't even know what the word organic means. Facts. <laughs> they just know it's good. It's something. That's good. That's it. It's better for me. It's something good. It costs more, but it's better for me. But this is definitely one of the ones for Placencia people don't talk about, but I think it's actually one of my favorites just because it's a little different from all the other ones. The other ones are a little bit more, you know, full body and, you know, full strength. Um, this is five-year age from Esteli and Jalapa. It's a woody... Jalapa. 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 Sorry. Jalapa. My Spanish sucks. J's are pronounced like H's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hence, Jose. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, just real quick, that shit reminds me of that Steve Harvey fucking uh, clip with uh, Family Feud, and it's a black family from the South, mm-hmm. and they're like, give me a name with the letter H, and my man literally sat there and was like, Jose! <laughs> Yo, Steve Harvey's face was like... <laughs> 
Don't feel bad. Siri does it too. Anytime I type one of my boys, the name Jose, it usually just changes it to an H. So, but continue. I'm sorry. Bro. No, I mean that's pretty much it. Just as far as the flavors, it's a definitely a woody, woody flavor with a little white pepper. It can get dry sometimes, but with this, with this, what we, what we drink in this libation, I think it won't bother. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, it should actually balance it very well yeah, because yeah. of the the region that the the libation comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, so it should actually pair very well. But besides that, man, now Conway, what are you smoking on? So we were um, visited by a rep from a company called Berdomo and they just gave us mad samples because they are trying to get on our shelves. And understandably so, because we are the newest, hottest cigar lounge in the United States. Shameless plug. So, you know, I'm going through our personal stash and I'm looking at all the uh, samples they gave us. And you know me, I'm a box press type of dude. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I love the box press cigars. So they had a box pressed Maduro 20th anniversary uh, edition. So I'm like, okay, sounds pretty, uh, pretty tasty. Now, keep in mind, I've maybe had one Perdomo cigar in my life. I think that's three of us. Yeah. <laughs> no so, disrespect. I, I no, not a, at I all. I had a couple more, but I haven't had a lot of not, not at all. It's just, it just so happens that just I just wasn't something that I was picking up off the shelf before we had this place. And when we did have the place, we didn't have them on our shelf. So you tend to smoke what's in front of you. So I got to say. Yeah, we brought them in recently. Yeah, we've yeah. Had them, we had them in what recently. What you think off first light? So <clears throat> it's actually pretty smooth it's okay. really really smooth it's, it's it's and you know me like, like i like earthy cigars so mm. it definitely has that earthy type of flavor mm. it's it's smoother than i thought it was going to be mm. not that i was sleeping on their product or whatever but definitely way smoother i thought it was gonna have like a little bit more punch but not in a bad way gotcha you know it's definitely like um now i will say this i'm not gonna front didn't do my research on this particular brand i have no idea where they're from but considering what we usually have here People always, you know, they come into the humidor and they ask, oh, um, do you have any Dominican cigars? I'm like, yeah, you know, we do. We do. But we have way more Nicaraguan cigars than we yeah. do yeah. We're starting. To, we're starting to get a, a decent uptick, yeah. though. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. starting yeah. to bring no, in different wrong. blends now. That, it's, um, it's starting. <clears throat> they uh, have that. Uh, we, have, we have a couple now that's coming in. Yeah, slowly but surely. But I, I've noticed that it, there's more Nicaraguan. So do any of you know off the top of your heads where what region, where, what country? Nicaragua. Nicaragua? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so... It's going perfect with the with, with what we're drinking, and Ryan, considering you made the run to the store, I'm going to let you introduce what we're drinking today, because my cigar is going actually pretty perfect. With it. I, I, again, it's the region. You remember we were having this conversation off camera before with uh, a lot of the single malt scotches that are made closer to the seaside. Yeah. Picks up that I salt. Definitely can, I definitely can taste that. It's Ooh. amazing, though. I love it Ooh. because it doesn't taste like a traditional... I, you know, at the end of the day, you don't always just want to taste alcohol. Caramel, vanilla, those little notes, you get boring after a while. You got to change yeah. that up a little bit. So we're drinking 16-year Lagavulin Islay Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. 16-year. Mm, yeah. So... Uh, amazing balance i mean you can taste hints of maybe a little bit of white pepper with the yeah. salt yeah um very light it is light on the palate it does not burn no, going down burn there's no burn, burn it it's very smooth and the problem mm. with smooth scotches to me is that they tend to go down mm. just like water so yeah and then before you know it you try to get up and go someplace and you're like whoa yeah, and the bottle's gone too. This shit, so this shit just hit me way harder than I thought it was gonna hit me because it goes down so smooth. Actually, there's a big ass sign in the back right here that says "Drink responsibly" because, like, yeah, we know you about to get <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Sip slow, homie. Yeah, yeah, it might as well say easy. Be, be easy. 
Yeah, yeah. As you yeah. can see, though, look at the color on it and everything. What's crazy is it gives you, it comes off with this bourbon-esque kind of yeah. look. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's dark. Nothing. It's darker what it looks than the like. traditional scotches, which makes you think it would be a little bit more of a bourbon Correct. type of taste with a little bit more weight to it. Yeah, it's not. And then you sip it, and you're like, oh. This is way lighter than I thought yeah. it was going to be, way smoother than I thought it was going to be. But once once again, for those that don't drink scotch or are not into scotch or whatever, the longer it's aged, traditionally, the more smoother it's going to be. If you have a quality scotch, mm-hmm. the, 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 the longer it's, it's, it's aged in the barrels. So it soaks in barrels. Um, some use two, some use three, some use one. Um, the longer it's soaked in there, the more it ages, the more refined it gets, and the smoother it gets. And considering we have what, 16 years? 16 years. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, smoother than uh, a lot. Velvet. Yeah, there's a lot. It, this is smoother than a lot of brands yeah. I've had before. Yeah, man. yeah, definitely, definitely. But I hope you guys are enjoying this. Oh no, I, I am. I am. It's 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 not my not my uh, my flavor, but I, I'm gonna enjoy it definitely. You know, the crazy part is, and I was telling you this off off. Uh, I think off it's the going air. well with the cigar actually. So that's, that's I good. don't. I I did not like the scotches that were closer to the to the shoreline with, with that that seawater uh, taste to it. And the older I'm getting, not that I'm old, but <laughs> no, it's just so we the, keep rotating around, yeah, yeah, you know, the, and getting a little. You know, the, 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 the number goes up. Yeah, the palate's maturing. Also, yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know what it is too, though. Yeah, I yeah. can't continue to drink things that are heavy caramel based all the time. Like I'm not. I really don't like sweet shit. And after a while, when you keep drinking some of these scotches and whiskeys, primarily whiskeys, bourbons, <clears throat> you can start tasting the the caramel and the vanilla consistently yeah. over and over. Yeah. You feel that the next day. The sugar in that you, do. you feel. You definitely So do. I took a liking to these Speyside type of scotches, yeah. like probably about six years ago. Mm. And I feel like it's a clean drink. Like yeah. the palate is extremely clean after yeah. you drink it. Yeah, definitely. So there's no burn. There's no, it, it's very clean and yeah. it's refreshing. Hot. Yeah, no, definitely. And as we're speaking, this uh, Perdomo is opening up, and this is a good cigar. Yeah, okay, yes, this is a good cigar. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. All right, so let's get into our first topic of this episode: the moon landing. Mister Lugo, July sixteenth, nineteen sixty-nine. Did the United States? Put three astronauts on the moon, and I'm gonna start with you first because this was your damn idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, in my opinion, no, absolutely not. Um, I don't believe that there was uh, the technology. If you do the research on yourselves, guys, and please take everything that's said with a grain of salt. You know, please research anything, not just the things that we talk about on this topic, but anything that you go through in life and you question. Just do your own research behind, but. There is so much evidence that mounts towards the answer being no, then they are, you know, supporting that it actually did happen. There's no way that I, I, I believe in my mind that it happened because, for one, they failed drastically, like launch after launch. They yeah. were combating with the Russians, for one. Yeah. That's the Americans. They lost some people. Before. They lost a lot of people, but they didn't report they didn't these report people. It, exactly. So they lost people in these test runs and these trials, and the Russians were even worse because they weren't even acknowledging that these people existed that died in their crashes. But it's so surprising for that country. Yeah, no, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy. But you know, we were during the, during the time that it, 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 what was that? The Cold War, basically, during that time, yeah. the yeah. beginning of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, 
their mind frame back in the day was the first one to the moon would win the war. I don't know where that thought came from. I don't know what. So I was thinking about this. I think it's because they figured if we could flex our technological superiority over the other country, then it's like, oh shit, like they're way far advanced, more, more advanced than us. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can fuck with them military wise. Like, if yeah. they can put somebody on the moon, what can they do to us? Do we really want to try them? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I was thinking about that. And so I, they were talking, though, that the, 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 Inner internet talk about that was really the concern was they actually really believed that they would be able to build a space station that could launch rockets from outer space down to another country. Another country. So that's where the fear grew that if gotcha. you can do that, then you would, next thing you'll be doing is launching a you know a, a station up there that can yeah. do this. But again, they failed drastically. I don't think that one rocket ever left our orbit that we tested. We tested hundreds of them. Yeah. It was crash after crash after crash after crash, and then this miraculous launch that yeah. went seamlessly perfect. Yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, and that's the point. Though. Like, the, <clears throat> it's it's one thing to be ta- told something, but like to be blatantly like lied to in your face. Mm-hmm. Their technology wasn't capable of doing what they did. I mean, for Christ's sakes, Nixon was on the phone, on the phone talking to Armstrong. And this is 1969, so he wasn't on the celly. <laughs> no break. We're talking about landline rotary phone. That's what I'm saying. And if you don't know what a rotary phone is. Oh, shit. Well, please Google that Google shit. it. No, it's understandable, yo. It is. You understand that somebody was born in the year 2000 that is legally able to drink now. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. January, yeah. at least January, February. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. Just crazy, right? So when we say things like rotary phone. You can't just take it for granted that like, oh yeah, you know, rotary phone. Like mad people don't know what a rotary phone is. And it's so crazy because <laughs> that particular generation has way more access to information than we ever had. But they don't use up. it for that. And that's they a whole nother no, topic. No, no. That's a yeah, whole nother yeah, topic. No. Agreed. Agreed. But again, getting back to the moon thing, like I, I don't personally I don't personally think it happened. And there's a lot of reasons why, but <clears throat> my main one is just the technology itself. It just we didn't have it. We didn't have it. We failed at everything that we were doing, and it was just a race to get to the moon. And they were just dumping shit and figuring shit out. And yeah, no. And I'll, I'll dive a little bit into it more. I don't want to take up the whole time, so I, I would mean, like to hear some of your thoughts too, because I can keep going. I mean, I to be honest, this is something I never really thought it. I really went into until you started mm-hmm. talking about it. But I started reading into it and just you know finding certain things like the wind blowing the flag oh the flag thing and yeah yeah how, how was that happening yeah again uh somebody left the door open when they were filming <laughs> but um i mean there, there was a lot of little things i mean there was pictures still pictures that looked the same somewhere else like miles away and then it's the same exact same picture somewhere else it, it just didn't make sense there was a lot of little things again i never really looked too much into it but when you start reading things you're like yeah that didn't make sense that definitely didn't make sense no it didn't and um wait can you ex- explain that a little bit more about the picture of being somewhere and because so I didn't was, follow what you were saying. So there was basically Hot. they would show a picture and it looked exactly the same and then like they would like let's say in another still shot the the astronaut be somewhere else Hot. and in the background that same still shot would be right behind him. Oh. So basically so like, like they, they were in a set. They was basically so saying you, you like see they were, how in we're a set. sitting they behind this backdrop right here. Yeah. What he's saying is like you see how we have this table? Yeah. Then the next shot like 
we're like hanging out on some rocks, but it's the same it's background. The same background. Yeah, so the stars are in the same spot. Like everything yeah. is in the same so position. So that goes to the fact they were basically saying it was like a movie set. They basically gotcha. had a movie set and put them in somewhere in the set and was just taking. Pictures. Well, think about it. What did we have more of at the time? What, what rather not what did we have more of because we had a lot more during that time. But like the one thing that was blossoming and booming was Hollywood. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. That was big at that time. I yep. mean, you know, if we can't really do something, then maybe we can make everyone think that we did something. Yeah. You know, maybe a little bit. You know what's crazy? This is our more of our parents' generation than us, but I think and, and I think this is part of it too, to just instill confidence in the people. Like our chest started poking out a little bit more when we quote unquote landed on the moon. And I'm not even saying we did or didn't. I'm not even gonna get into that just yet. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give my, my opinion a little bit later, but I think it instilled a, a confidence and a brashness of our people, meaning Americans, that wouldn't have been there had we not gotten there first. I think it it it, it resonated with a particular generation to be like we can do anything, and it gave this this country the not only the the confidence but also kind of arrogance, you know, going forward to just be like yeah. Of course we run this motherfucker yeah. We send people to the moon Yeah, no, it's true You have, you have to also remember What was going on at that time What What is our country well at doing? Distractions well, Yes We well, were in Vietnam yeah, Vietnam yeah, war was going on that, that's, that's, that's where I'm getting at There was The Vietnam war was going on at that time So again, it was a distraction You know, obviously no, nobody was for the war So they had to find something to be patriotic about You know, so there was a lot of little things So Conway Just to spice it up right away Let's hear your take on it So Here's my only thing, right? Because if, if, if you sit there and think about the technology of the day, right? Microwaves weren't even invented yet. Cell phones weren't invented yet. There were so many things that I don't even think um, you know, fuel ignition for a car. You know what I'm saying? Like you start to like pump your gas and like warm your car up. There was just so many things that we lacked technology wise of the day that I could completely see the perspective of yeah of course we didn't do that shit like look what look look at the lack of, of technological advances we had but here's where I'm just a little bit skeptical of being skeptical mm-hmm. that we landed on the moon for no other reason than we're not as competent in pulling off Conspiracies and and keeping secrets as people might think, because we're talking about a large conspiracy. Because it's not only NASA, right? It's the government. It's now the government is going to hire people. Because we're talking about a soundstage. We're talking about Hollywood. So you have a lot of lay people, not people with Secret Service clearance, not people with government clearance. A lot of people would have to be in on this, and then. Everybody just keeps a tight seal, a tight, you know, tight-lipped on this particular topic. So I just don't think year after year, after decade, after generation, mm-hmm. there's just all these people that kept this secret the whole time. And that's, you and that's something you had not to cut you off. You had yeah. something on that, wasn't it? Something about one of the astronauts. Uh, years years later, they they asked. Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna get onto that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I was just letting Conway, you know, get on. Definitely, uh, listen, I, I could definitely see that. You know, uh, so Buzz Aldrin and and and, and Neil Armstrong, they they've been approached by many a people in person about this, and 
think this guy's name was Michael Johnson. He's like a writer and author about conspiracies, stuff like that. He had actually tracked Buzz Aldrin down and like, you know, you know how these Midwest like Christian evangelists type chased him down with a Bible, put your hand on the Bible and swear that you, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Buzz wasn't hearing it, you know what I mean? And, and neither was Neil. I mean, these astronauts were kicking people out of their houses and getting aggressive when they were asked simple questions like, yo, did you really land on it? And for the simple fact that if you really did, I just don't know why you can't just sit there and say, yes, we did, but none of them on record ever did say it to a point where Buzz Aldrin punched this guy in the face. And that's on camera. You guys can YouTube this. Buzz Aldrin punched this dude in the face when he was asked about landing on the moon. Wow. And to go to your point, Just Conway, because you're an astronaut doesn't mean you can't keep it gangster. Yeah, he did. He threw hands. He threw hands. So, I mean, you know. And rocked his snot box. He definitely did. It was yeah. funny as hell, too. Like, you actually, please, I encourage you guys to YouTube that. But, you know, man, Conway, that's the, that's the beauty about a conspiracy, though, uh, about being able to cover up. Yeah. I mean, look. If I have the power to get your grandmother the right medicine to change her life, if I have the power to bring over your family that's from another country right now, if I have the power to make sure that you live the best life possible, you never got to work again. Um, I've seen people kill people for less, so why wouldn't people take deals like that? Good point. You know what I mean? So, And it's not the first conspiracy that has been hushed. There's many of them. You know, we can... Which is why we did this goddamn freaking yeah, episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't see that part so much being um, uh, a problem to believing no. that the, the moon landing was fake. Yeah, because I, for one, NASA is, if you look at our federal spending budget, I think NASA still ranks top two, mm. top three. So there's a tremendous budget there to do a lot of paying off. You ask some people, NASA's nothing but a front. It's just uh, a front at that. It's a, a belief tree. It's something to well, I mean, look and, up to, and, like and, how and, people and you know respect religion and stuff. Because yeah, yeah. science, science gets respected as religion too mm -hmm. by yeah, some people. By some people, yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and you know, to a certain extent, um, I don't know. Like to a certain extent, I think NASA kind of a waste of money. Not because kind of, it like, is what are we? All right, so seriously, <laughs> what, what are we doing? Trump, so space force, and we we have so many things on this planet that are so like unexplored, and and we don't treat the planet right. Like there's, there's so many things that we could be doing here. Yeah. Okay, so then again, why waste money? So asking that question right yeah. there should make you even think twice. Like you know, like you said, why is the money going there? Yeah. What is it getting spent on? It's probably still getting spent on paying these people who are still alive from covering up all the damn experiences all these damn years. Look, at the end of the day, I had a friend of mine at one time who went down to the Smithsonian, and um, he's a psycho. I'm not going to use his name. Um, we'll just call him Psycho. For yeah, right we'll call him Psycho Bob. Yeah. Okay? Psycho Bob. So Psycho Bob decided to go to the Smithsonian, and they have the limb on... The limb is the actual, uh, I guess... Uh, machinery or um small spacecraft that they yeah. use to land back here okay into earth yeah so one that had like the parachute and slow slow yeah, down yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah, looks yeah. like a hershey's kiss flying in the yeah, sky yeah, 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 yeah. so they have that on display there and he literally crossed the barrier broke through the barricade and ran up to it with a measuring tape mm. and he measured the actual width and diameter of the outside door mm -hmm. and 
his purpose behind that was to just justify because if you look online, I don't have the numbers in front of me. But the actual astronauts back in the day, their gear was insane. Yeah. Like also going to the, a topic that Malik had mentioned earlier about like the picture taking and stuff like that. These cameras were like situated on these people on, on their chest. It wasn't even like they have viewfinders like how we do on cameras. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a camera that was mounted on their chest. So yeah. some of these pictures came out grade A quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and this is not like NYPD body cam type situation. This is facts. You know, fifty something years ago. So obviously it's not going to be. As uh, crisp and pristine as the uh, picture taking devices that we have nowadays. But those pictures were crisp and, crisp and pristine. Yeah. And that's the crazy part to it. Yeah. Like, actually, really crisp and pristine. You know? So, um, getting back to the point with the, the measuring. So, yeah. the dimensions of the actual astronaut and their backpack and their gear, yeah. it didn't even really match to the size of the limb. Like, there was no way the guys could even get in and out. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting arrested for obviously crossing the barricade and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that was what his goal was to do was to go there and do that. And for him, it was probably all worth it. Oh, it definitely was because he came back to work like ecstatic <laughs> that he did this thing. <laughs> it was like a trophy. Hence him being Psycho Bob. Psycho Bob. But again, you know, at the end of the day, um, look, these, uh, you can believe what you want. You know, um, I don't see the purpose for, you know, the moon landing to begin with. You know, I don't. Oh. Yeah, that's where it is. That's just going off. Okay. That's kind of weekend we had. We've solved the mystery. Because <laughs> I've been looking <laughs> at you and you. Like, what, the what is that? And what I'm, is that? And I'm sitting there like, I don't think it's me. <laughs> I saw you move your phone before too. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think it's going off, but like maybe there's some like phantom vibrations going on. I knew Let I me just take mind. it off the desk. I saw Malik grab his by the ashtray. Like, and it's mine. It's mine underneath the machine. What, what we were saying earlier though, everything in this place is black. It, yeah. all, it all blends together. It all fucking blends Yo, it together. It really does. It really does. <laughs> but trying to stay on topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The moon, listen, um, one of the, the 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 main guys who were running NASA at the time was uh, defactor from Nazi Germany. Um, yeah, what's his name now? His name's slipping my mind right now. Uh, it'll come back to me. We'll call him Nazi Bob. We got Psycho Bob, and now we got Nazi Bob. Let's go with Nazi but Bob. But this gentleman was actually the guy who was running and spearheading NASA at the time. And if you don't know about like Operation Paperclip, Operation Paperclip was when we infiltrated during World War II and took over Nazi Germany. We gave a pass to a lot of their scientists, doctors, um, people of that, you know, certain... Um, Profession. Men- yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's sad to say... Uh, the atrocities of the Holocaust actually progressed modern-day medicine by decades. Because they were doing experimentation that nobody would have allowed in any type of civilized anywhere, situation. Anywhere, anywhere, man. So it's just like they could, they had free reign. Yeah. But with that free reign... Van Braun, that's his name. Yeah, okay. So here goes a guy who's... A.K.A. Nazi Bob. Nazi Bob, okay. So now, though, here goes a guy who is literally on your payroll and owes everything to you. Why wouldn't he help spearhead, you know, this type of, yeah, you know. Because um, at any point they can yank that freedom card and just be like, well, guess what now? Now you go to prison for war crimes. So the truth behind it all is that the, the storyline about the moon and we'll get into. Actually, you guys are going to have to check out the last call today to really touch on the flat earth topic. But a lot of people believed that the theory of creating the moon landing and all that was to create more dreamers to let people know that there's more worlds out there and to create like inspiration and yeah 
I mean, I mean, this can go off topic, but what about the conspiracy, conspiracy that of aliens? That's the reason why we created NASA because we feel eventually. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, no, that's not, that's not I mean, my no, thought no, process. But no, 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 no. You're 110 percent right about that's why that. we out there. You know, um, look, it's really hard not to think that we're the only types of beings out here. Um, I don't think that, uh, but I think it's an arrogance to even begin to think we're the only correct mm-hmm. like living beings in terms of like intelligence. Exactly. Yeah, I no. think it's it's extremely arrogant to think that. So, I, I just you know the moon landing has a lot of egg on the face, so to say. We didn't when we when I used the word technology before, I wasn't just talking about like you know modern day cell phones things like that. It was more so like the actual rockets. It was actual the material. We have some called the Van Allen belts, which is out in our stratosphere and our atmosphere. And it's a very, very dense line of radiation that nothing can go through. If you really look at the shit that these guys had on and what those limbs were created out of, it literally looked like Reynolds Rapp's first it prototype. It did. It did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of hard to see that. Now, listen. You know what it looked like? Remember the old school Jiffy Pop we used to put yes, on the stove? Yes, when it expl- <laughs> yeah. filled up. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Throwback. So, I mean. For everybody that didn't get the rotary phone thing, you damn sure wouldn't get the Jiffy Pop oh, on shit, the stove. That's real talk. What's funny, though, is they still sell Jiffy Pop in the supermarkets. Yeah, I've seen it, man. But they not, do. not the joint. You yeah, they the do. Oh, yeah, they do. Say word. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I go to the hood, of course. But they yeah, still they sell them. They do still sell them. In your local bodegas. <laughs> <laughs> but again, the technology was more about that stuff. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. I It's 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 a topic that I really, I really feel deal in my heart that this is just something that was manufactured to divert us from paying attention to some of the things that were yeah. going on and to... Again, drive up that or drum up that good old American, you know, rah rah, we're the best mentality, yeah. and just get, you know, everybody get behind what we're doing. And unfortunately, Moscow didn't have a Hollywood set. They did not. Because we like one thing we were leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else was was, was entertainment. Well, that's what we're great at. So, the stars of the silver screen, you know, like the. The James Cagneys and Humphrey Bogarts uh-huh. and Lauren Bacalls and, 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 and the people like that, Paul Newman, you know, so we have, you know, we, we, I was watching, I can't remember what the documentary was, but they were talking about what our greatest export is, and they said it's culture, meaning, hands down, hands down, specifically like this whole idea of show business, it, it started here, yeah. like we're kind of the originators of make-believe. To, you know, to a certain extent Like on a grand scale No, no, you know no what I'm saying? You're 110% right there's, on that. there's always been storytelling Regardless of what culture what, 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 what generation What time you're talking about Like people just gathering around a campfire You know, whatever country Or whatever people you want to talk about Storytelling's been a thing But what America did was Take it to a level That had never been seen before So with that I'm not saying That I would put it past us To do something to do like some that To do some shit like that like, put it this way. You remember that movie? If anybody will remember, it will be you. I think it was with Dustin Hoffman. And it was like in the late 90s. I think it was... Oh, I want to say... It's not War Dogs, because War Dogs is recent. Yeah. But the movie was a prim- it was premised that the president wanted to trick the world that we were into war. But we weren't in war. They literally created a war. Wow. Through editing. Yeah. Oh, And shit. it was just edited war. And we they tricked the entire world to a- think that we were... 
you know? That was a real random movie. Yeah, I, can't, I don't remember that one. Like, I don't remember the name concept. of it. But you, you remember, remember the concept. The, the concept. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, crazy you know what they say what we do, man. We don't make movies that weren't inspired by something. Something inspired, you know what I mean? Mm, yep. So, again, going towards what you said, I, I don't put it past what we've done in the past, in the present, and definitely in the future as a country to hide things and to manipulate things into our favor. And with that being said, I think we are... Ready for our notable mention segment. Yes, yes we are. Yes, sir. So, hit us up, man. Like, yeah, Twitter, Twitch, us, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, let us know what you think. IG, the let moon, us know. The moon landing, did we do it? Was it on a soundstage? Did we just invent the whole thing? And if we did, why do you think we did? Just hit us up, let us know. Let us know if you think we're just a bunch of crazy dudes right now sounding like like some old uh, uh, dude on the, on the porch yelling screaming about like just nonsense. Well, remember too, and real quick, before we touch on that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our, our original concept of why we even created the lounge was for showcasing on how conversations are dialogue, created. Yeah. Dialogue, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So uh, we... We'll talk conspiracies. We won't talk politics. We'll talk conspiracies, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. And that's what cigars are all about. Yeah. So, our notable mention segment this uh, particular episode, we're talking about Carolina Blue cigars. So, Carolina. here we go with our notable mention segment. It's the SNA Live podcast, and it's time for the notable mention. So, Malik, I'm going to let you kick it off and. Talk about Carolina Blue Cigars, how they came to, how, how we came to know about them and how they came to be on our shelves here at Smoke and Ashes, 200 Old Raven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey, 07666. Yes, sir. So shout out to Chris Moore. Chris Moore, Carolina Cigars. So quick story. How, how Social Car- media. Carolina Blue. Carolina Blue, yeah. Carolina Blue. He's based out of Asheville, North Carolina. He's actually from up here, though, originally. Um... Just with social media when we first opened, obviously, you know, you start DMing people, reaching out to companies. And this guy, like, literally just reached out to me out of nowhere. And just, hey, just introduced himself. Hey, this is my brand. I said, oh, no problem. I, you know, in the beginning, we were slowly bringing in, you know, certain certain uh, brands brands inside. So, you know, anyway, I, I'm speaking of that, and that's my fault. Black-owned cigar company. Yes, sir. I'll definitely get to that. So, I told him, I said, hey, listen, I proud of you black owned we definitely we're all about supporting black owned i said just give us some time we'll definitely bring you in and he he was consistent he kept following up he kept sending emails you know following up saying hello and then out of nowhere he just said hey listen i'm gonna be up in your area i'm gonna stop by and introduce myself hey no problem and the brother drove all the way up here from north carolina when when was this this was maybe about November? Yeah, it was before. Yeah, yeah. It was right before like the holidays. Started yeah, it was right before in. the holidays. Right before. I the remember holidays. that. I remember that. Brother bought a bunch of samples, introduced himself. Really, he cool spent guy. the afternoon with you. Spent that day. the whole afternoon. Really cool guy, man. We got into some really good, good conversation. He um he put me up on you know the cigar culture down in Charlotte. That's pretty much where he does most of his business. He's down there. And they grow down there too. Yeah, right? he grows down there. He has uh, rollers. He has a whole factory, whole setup down there. He's in um the JRs. If you so if you ever down there, you can go to the JRs. You can find his cigars in there also. And um, you know we brought it in, and again you know it was it was it was slow in the beginning. Obviously, people weren't familiar with him. Yeah. And um, we talked about doing a you know a, 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 an event with him, mm-hmm. and I told him, listen, give us some time. We're gonna do something. And then obviously this past weekend we had an epic freaking event. Epic. Uh, epic. Our black 
all black attire or all black event, both. black out, just black. Not even B O T H, B O F, both. <laughs> Celebrating Black History Month. So yeah. if you guys weren't here, you missed it. But we had uh, Carolina Blue Cigars. We had Uncle Nearest. Again, just just supporting black owned businesses. And again, he came up here. He brought a cigar roller. We didn't even ask him to do that, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, he had a his, setup was, the setup his setup was, was awesome. It was sick, man. Sold a lot of freaking cigars at the same time. And big shout out to some of the other podcast hosts that came up. To oh yeah, yeah, Malik, Malik Cobb, well. Malik Cobb. What's, oh, that's my man. Yeah, bro. was that? Uh, they had um, sip. Was it? Was uh, it? Sip smoke easy sip block. Sip smoke easy block. There you go, Malik Cobb. And then we had uh, the other gentleman from Cigar Table Talk that was yes. here as well, yes, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So right. big shout out to those guys, man. They came up to support Chris. Definitely. It was a nice weekend, man. It was a nice weekend. And those so, guys, I think Chris drove up. Um, I'm sorry, Malik drove up for that, right? Yes, Where's he, he drove. Yeah. He's, he's Maryland, Philly. What is it? No, he's in Philly. Philly. He's, about, yeah, well, yeah. he's right on the border. He's in Jersey. He's right on the borderline of um, Philly. And Philly it's and still, though. So it's, it's an hour change he's, trip. He said yeah. it took him an hour and uh, 15 minutes to get here. But, um... Yeah, so Carolina Blue, they have he has a Dominican line. That was the original line. That's the ones we first had. And then at the top of the new year, he brought in a Nicaraguan, the Nicaraguan line, which yes. we have now also. Yeah, nice. Great cigars. Please come over here. 200 Wall Raven. I believe we're probably the only shop here in Jersey that that, hope, that carries this line. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. So, two things. Number one, didn't even know there was a JR's down in North Carolina. Yes. Number two, if they have him down there... Why wouldn't they have them up here? It's all about just demographics and stuff. Like they, they go by sales and numbers and all that. They're, yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're only gonna bring out, and they will only bring out certain boutique releases that are from certain lines. Gotcha, gotcha. To get my point. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I mean, look, at the end of the day, that's why we pride ourselves on small batch boutique brands. We've had a lot of you know big wigs come up here talking about oh. You know, we want you. We want our, our stuff on your shelves, and you gotta make this order and that order. And we're kind of like, nah, nah, we're, we're good, we're good. We we have the names, the you know, the more familiar names that you know people will be more familiar with um, on a particular shelf. You know, particular I should say particular side of the humidor. But overwhelmingly, small boutique batch, small batch brands um, like Carolina Blue Cigars, where we don't sacrifice on quality. I want to be clear about that. Just because it's not your Davidoffs or Toro Fuentes or Rocky Patels, just because it might be a company you've never heard of before, don't think for a second because it's on our shelf and it's a name that you're not not familiar with, that is not something that is equal quality. We don't put just anybody up on our shelves. Facts. And when Malik talked about black-owned, yes, we do support black-owned, but we support black-owned quality. Yeah, you got to come correct. You know what I mean? We're not just going to throw anybody or anything up on the shelf. We pro- At the end of the day, it's our name that has, you know, to balance the representation of what we're, you know, showcasing here. So there's a ton of companies that have come up to us and, you know, yeah, it, we said, it's all about the quality. And yeah. everything that's on those shows, we've vetted thoroughly, yeah, tried, definitely. you know, uh, sampled, tasted, gave out to our membership. To our members, exactly. Tell us what you think. Give us mm-hmm. some feedback. We don't just, you know, throw stuff on the shelf to throw it on the shelf. So, exactly, exactly. so I mean, you know, uh, if you really want to have a good small batch experience, come down to Smoke and Ashes 200, Walraven Drive, Teaneck, New Jersey. And I promise you that we will give you the experience you're looking for down here. Yes, sir. Definitely. So, on to our next topic, government cover-ups. So, specifically, I want to talk about, because we're going to guarantee just because... For, for those that don't know, and I'm sure Ryan has said this on, on previous 
episodes about his work history. So he worked for Con Edison, Con Edison for 15 years? 13 and a half, 13, almost 13, 14 years. Okay, almost 14 years. And, and for those who are not in the, the uh, Northeast area, uh, Con Edison is, is the power company, the, the, the premier power company. In of the, the country. It's yeah. the second largest uh, power company grid in the world yeah. behind France. But so. Once again, growing up in the New York area, I just assumed like that everything we have in New York, like everybody else has. And I, it's so not that. When I went away to college, I realized like, oh, y'all quick. ain't got this, you ain't yeah, got that. Like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. oh. So I never take for granted when the company is up here that it's just like everybody knows about it. Look what just happened in Houston. It's a prime example. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why the property is cheap down there. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to Houston though, and Texas in general. You yeah, guys, yeah, not yeah. trying to, you know, make Listen, throw. Like I'm not trying to throw jabs. It's just, you know, uh, it's just a, a, a very, very sad situation that happened. Oh, there very, there. very. Hopefully, and, some of your builders down there learn their lesson and they start to retrofit the houses a little bit differently. Now. And hopefully, your senator learned his lesson and won't skip <laughs> to Cancun when and then, shit but then, gets hairy. Then deny it that he even went. Wait, gotcha. Yes. He might have done that at first. The last thing I saw, my man was like trying to do stand up and was like, oh, yeah, you know, so I just got back from Cancun. At first, he denied yeah, he's trying, it. He's trying to make fun of it now. Yeah, yeah like, no, no, you look like a cornball. And you know what he was doing? He was covering up, yeah. just like what this whole <laughs> next so, segment is. So, so the whole, so the reason I mentioned your, your, your background in, in, in Con Edison is because I know the 9 11 conversation is going to be a deep one. But before we get into that, because I can feel that that's going to swallow up <laughs> the Jeffrey Epstein conversation. Yeah. So I want to get that out of the way first so we can kind of just delve into the 9-11 conversation. So I'm just going to say this one question, pose it to the both of y'all, and I'm going to let whoever decide to, to kick it off. So for those that don't know, Jeffrey Epstein was awaiting trial in MDC, which is the Manhattan Detention Complex. It's the federal lock up in downtown Manhattan I've been there many a times not as an inmate <laughs> I was just about to say before y'all get it twisted it wasn't <laughs> not, as an not, inmate not as an inmate um, but it's a very um, tight locked facility shit is not going down there without somebody knowing so the guards come to Mr. Epstein's cell one particular morning and he has committed suicide allegedly so my question to you guys is, did he do it or did he have some uh, assistance? I think he definitely had some assistance. Oh, without a doubt. Listen, that dude was not, listen, two things. He probably was approached by somebody or multiple people, but rep, but approached by one representative that represented all these other individuals yeah. <laughs> and was like, hey, listen, you're either going to jail or you're going to end up ratting on us. And if you rat on us, you're going to die anyway. Mm -hmm. So to save your family, again, like I said before, you know, we can we can make some stuff happen for you. Mm -hmm. You understand? We can make sure that things are taken care of. It's just you gots to go. Because we can't have you snitching up there because we know you're about to. Too many big names were in that whole shit for, for him to Way stay alive. too many. Too he had a whole island, bro, yeah, yeah. that had multiple visitors and they have a, a, a log. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my point. That book. I mean, too many prominent prominent people in the world were in that book. So there was no way they couldn't keep that dude alive. I mean, just for one thing. So supposedly he Well not supposedly He tried to commit Well they said he tried to commit suicide Maybe what Two weeks beforehand Okay So they said it was suicide He came back and said that his cellmate tried to kill him They don't talk about that 
if you, if you looked at it. He said his cellmate tried to kill him. Why is he even with a cellmate? It, that's my, and then that's again. Then they put him. Somebody of that qu- yeah. caliber, comedy, com- yeah. right? I mean, wouldn't yeah, he no. be like yeah. on one on one lockdown? But then listen to Then they put him on suicide watch. Mm. Two weeks later, they put him back in a cell, but just put another cellmate in. Mm. Is that how you you wouldn't know this? Does that so ever happen? T- two weeks later is a little little sketchy. Um, when you're on suicide watch, or even better, when you're a, a um, inmate of that high caliber notoriety, mm. it's rare that they're going to just leave you in a particular situation, especially with a cellmate who has any type of. Uh, violent, violent history. history exactly exactly especially considering if if everything was on the up and up then they would have wanted and, and made sure nothing happened to that man so that the quote unquote truth can come out correct as to what was going on with him because it was way bigger than just him definitely he couldn't have just like everything he was involved with everything he was accused of doing there's no way you can pull that off by yourself and then they said the night before he committed suicide, quote unquote, his cellmate was released. It, it's just too many things that was too sketchy. Man. It was too again, much stuff. Again, going what on, do man. we do though, man? We cover shit cover up shit here, up, man. man. That guy would have released so many names tied to so much dirt. Yeah. It would have tied up this country yeah. for some time. Oh yeah, multiple countries. Facts. Yeah. I even think that's right. Yeah. Correct. Multiple. England, France. Yeah, France. Yeah, no, yeah. there is multiple people tied yeah. to that shit. So, for those that don't know the whole story, his um, accomplice slash girlfriend slash like procurer of. Was it like his wife, madam? Madame. Yeah. His, his, his <laughs> procurer of underage girls, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. She recently came out and admitted that he taped, videotaped. His guests, whenever they stayed at his home, and what Epstein was known for was having these you know, underage girls um, to be provided to his quote-unquote friends. Some of the names of the people that he was affiliated with, and I'm not. Let me be very clear. I am not saying anybody's name I'm about to mention was involved in any way, shape, or form in any type of illegal activity, but. In terms of names he was affiliated with and pictures that we have seen um, with these individuals being with Mr. Epstein, not only in, you know, parties and, and, and social gatherings here in the States, but in or I stay on his island. People like William Jefferson Clinton. People didn't a, like. Didn't he have a dress on in the painting? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That painting was on the island. And um, Donald J. Mm-hmm. So. Which was the president at the time, right? No, this is before. Way before. Was it before? Way, way, way before. before. Way, way before. before. Way before. Now, what year was this with Epstein? I mean, it's years. So Epstein, so this started. No, I'm talk, no, no, no. I'm talking about during Epstein's death, who was the president? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Well, during which administration did this yeah, happen? You ain't yeah. bringing this shit out while yeah, I'm out yeah, here, dog. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. gots to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got to go. Yeah, no, that's that's real talk. That's real There's talk. No way you could bring those charges up on a sitting president. Yeah, that wasn't happening. No, regardless, no. red, blue, that wasn't happening. But I'm sorry to cut that off. No, no, no. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Like it just goes to the, the 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 level of people that he was dealing with. So I can just say 
just from a, an experienced defense attorney who has been to many a correctional facility. And I'm not, and this is coming from somebody who was not a conspiracy theorist for the most part. There is no way in hell that man killed himself. I'm sorry. Like, it, it did not happen. Now, it, what was it again? It was an alleged hanging? Oh, so, yeah. So, the independent, you know, they hired an independent um, uh, what investigator, you, investigator or something. He said he's never seen a suicide where there were three fractures. Three different fractures, um, I guess. In, along in, along in, the in vertebrae. Th- thyroid, yeah. cartilage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He said he's been in 40, 50, 40 to 50 years he was in the business. He's never seen that before. In so, I mean, the cell he Come was on. in, Conway, is what? Uh, eight by eight? Yeah, I mean, they're relatively small. So, to, to, to get that type of fracture, you would need a tremendous amount of impact. Force, yeah. Or force. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he used as clothing or whatever they said he used to hang himself with, allegedly. I don't know if you can actually jump that hard mm-hmm. to be able to do that to yourself. But that's the thing, though. I don't think it was a jumping situation. I think it was a slide down a wall with using the bars and just letting weight take care of it. So then it definitely wouldn't it definitely fracture. can't fracture. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. That's exactly. So, yeah. It's crazy. It's no way that would happen. Exactly. So that's one of the things that I think we all agree on. But here's where we're going to, I think, uh, not be on, on the same page. And that is... September 11th, 2001, specifically dealing with New York. Now, the Pentagon is a whole other situation, but we're gonna we're all New Yorkers here on this podcast, so we're going to talk about the buildings going down. Well, we got to include one with the other. It, you can't have the peanut butter without the jelly. <laughs> or the ham without the burger. But to say that, listen, um, with all due respect to the lives that were lost during these tragic events, at the end of the day, people did die. And... Um, we have a history of doing that though too, man. Like, it's not believable unless it's real, mm-hmm. and to make it real, sometimes there's sacrifice. Yeah, or you know, uh, yeah, that's the better mean, way to mean do it. People have to be sacrificed. Yeah. So again, look, I've watched a lot of demolition in my life. I've worked a lot of construction in my life. Um, there's no way that, in my mind, the implosion. Of those two buildings And I use that word Implosion Because I It's very hard to think That jet fuel did that There's been uh, Those buildings were actually designed To withstand A lot of force If you ever looked at The actual um, Architectural designs of that The actual twin towers Were created with an exoskeleton As well as a 50 core base mm-hmm. When I mean by 50 core base They literally had 50 core I-beams That were of max size I think they ranged from uh, 36 to 55 inch wide I mean these are massive pieces of steel yeah. And 50 of them at that They yeah. ran through the middle Of the entire building yeah. Then they encapsulated it With an exoskeleton yeah. So when you Anyone out there who's a Boy Scout you know, you'll be able to answer this quick You know You had the explosion With the uh, Alleged airliners Because the reason why I say that too There's a, a Tremendous amount of people that And there are videos That do claim it If you if you watch certain videos Some people say That they didn't see a plane Other people say They saw a plane So you have a mixed consensus Out there Of people Who actually said One thing And saw another so there were two planes, right? Correct. So people are saying there were no planes. Like there are people that are saying that they saw so no planes. This is damn, twenty years ago now. Yes, I've never heard that a there was a, a, a contingent of people that was like there was no planes. Yeah, I've there heard is, there was a contingent. There was a plane that hit, 
but we heard explosions, explosions at the base. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other. We'll get there. Yeah. The explosions happen later on, but I mean, just from from the beginning to the end, just going through it. If you look at just the 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 integrity of the building and how that whole day went through, let's just go down the timeline real quick. We had a couple of guys that came over technically from where was it, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. or was it no Saudi. no no Saudi, Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. These gentlemen never ever flew a plane before in their lives. Uh, a week before, they were down in Florida, which shame on them if this is a true story. Again, the people who were doing the uh, the, the training to these guys, yeah. they were, um, yeah. You know, the guys, their main goal was to learn how to take off, fly, and never land. That there would have draw. <laughs> that would draw. That, wouldn't it, Hello. I mean, wouldn't you? You know, it's yeah. real talk, right? So. And not for nothing, these were crop dusters, if I'm not mistaken. I was getting, yeah, exactly. So yeah. the planes that they learned to fly on were crop dusters, not 767s, not 757s. They were crop dusters. Uh, there's a lot of reports from top flight Air Force pilots that say that they couldn't be able to pull that stunt off themselves with that size of plane without mistakes left and right, missing, missing. coming back, trying to do it again. It's yeah. a very hard maneuver to do. A lot of people have also said that when they did see the planes, they saw no windows and they saw no markings on them. And some of the still shots that are seen from the plane that was shown, you can see that there is a very striking resemblance to uh, a similar 767 that the Air Force would fly, which would allude to the fact that this was a remote control type of plane as instead of it being a one with passengers, a commercial commercial liner with passengers. So you're basically saying it was some giant drone. Basically, basically, that's uh, that, again, that's is what is out there. You know what I mean? But listen, I've watched controlled demolition. Usually, a building that high, especially, I could see the buildings come down if the implosion or the explosion happened at a base of the structure. Like basically, if the plane flew into like the fifth floor or something like that. I would even take the twenties or thirties because that's a nice chunk because yeah. the buildings were substantially high. Yeah, it didn't happen. It hit up there in the nineties. Yeah, you know. So there's no way though that. That explosion and, and when I mentioned the Boy Scouts earlier, just really quick, when the planes hit, you notice they were burning, they were burning hot, but then you started seeing black smoke. Black smoke is a we all had hot we all have fire pits in our house. Black smoke comes out when the fire is dying, not when it's at its hottest. Mm-hmm. To melt steel, you have to get to a certain temperature. Yeah. A constant temperature. Yeah. Jet fuel, for the most part, that explosion went out and it blew out the back of the building. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was something that was consistently burning at yeah. that base. But there's multiple reports that when the buildings, before they went down, there was explosions going on. There's actual footage of the fire department and the cops inside the building. They're saying they're hearing explosions going off, multiple ones. Yeah. And there's slow, there's slow motion still shots showing the buildings as it's coming down. You can see on the floors below, smoke clouds billowing out. If you watch controlled demolition, that's exactly what that is. Those buildings should have imploded. I'm sorry, if that, if that explosion were to bring those buildings down, they should have pancaked. Not just crumble. I mean, it's total crumbling. Yeah. They were pulverized. Everything was covered in dust and dirt down there. And it went all the way down to the basement, six stories down. Yeah. The type of force to do that, you need to take the legs out mm-hmm. from a structure. Yeah. You can't just uh, knock, you know, that's like, you know, hitting you in the head. Obviously, if you get knocked out, you're going to fall. But just a shot in the head isn't just going to make you crumble like no, that. So you're trying to say there was something planted in the building. Correct. Explosions. There definitely was explosions. And that explains why World Trade Number 7 was... Uh, also a part of the explosions that had nothing to do yeah. with anything. Exactly. No plane hit it, no nothing hit it, but it was also the center for the FBI. Mm-hmm. And uh, at, during that time, they were investigating Enron and all that shit. Exactly. So there was a lot of money tied into covering yeah. up something like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys do your own research. We can only tap into a couple of points.
points during this time because we have, uh, you know, we're on a time crunch. Yeah, yeah limited. limited. But I mean, at the end of the day, because we can go on this forever, but do your research. There's a lot of videos, uh, a great video I used to watch, uh, the Zeitgeist. They would show a lot of information on uh, 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 just a lot of stuff that we're talking about right now and uh, actually a little bit more. Just, so. just to wrap this up, I have one question. Yeah. If the commercial airliner never hit the building, where are the passengers that were on the planes? They're in the same place, the same people that covered up the whole NASA moon landing. They're getting paid very well. Stay away from their families. People, There's people's spouses that were on. Yo, um, again, bro. I mean, that could have been anything. They could have diverted that somewhere else. I mean, I, I, don't, believe, listen, I don't believe that. There's, I'm just, yeah, there's yeah. rules. I mean, not there's rules. There's, 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 there's things that, are, that are, 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 have been reports that from, uh, what's it? Uh, what's the, the branch that does the FAA? Mm-hmm. There yeah. were actual reports that the plane, a plane did land when all the planes were grounded. Mm. Multiple planes landed, especially one taking off with all of Bin Laden's family from New York. That's well known too. Mm. So, like I said before, hit us up. Let us know if you think we are absolutely batshit crazy out of our minds talking out of or our primarily me. <laughs> <laughs> or you heard us and we just was like, finally, That's somebody's said, saying. Yeah. What I've been saying, this was all bullshit. This was all a government ruse so that we can maximize our ability to basically spy on American citizens. Because that's what was given up. We yeah. gave up all of our freedom because yeah. of the, the Freedom Act took away everything that we had. We have no more freedom. I mean, Patriot Act. The Patriot, Patriot Act, Act. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Our emails, our cell phones, everything gets tapped. Yeah. And really quick, we were able now to run into Afghanistan, but we didn't go into Afghanistan first. We went into Iraq. We went and killed Saddam Hussein, set up a central base. Yeah. And then we took over the rest of the Middle East. Yeah. So, I mean... Even though the dudes were from Saudi Arabia. Correct. Who we still do business with. Correct. But Afghanistan also has the largest poppy fields and Saudi Arabia and, and Iraq was a actual oil. central base along with oil. Mm-hmm. With, uh, with um, uh, Halliburton. Halliburton, yeah. I yeah. mean, we can keep going. Yeah. We can keep going, but unfortunately we can't right now. Maybe we'll pick up a little bit on the last call with this. Maybe we'll yeah, touch we, a little bit on the last yeah, call with we this. Can, we can do that. We can definitely do that. And on that note, it is a wrap for this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. Uh, this season as previously said you can find us on one institution media's platform as we've officially joined the OIM family you can also still hit us up on our social media pages uh, including Instagram Twitter Twitch Facebook at SNA Live Podcast for your questions and feedback and in the words of Shirley Chisholm if they don't give you a seat at the table bring a folding chair we out You have just listened to the SNA Live experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode.